Hey, Big Fudge, we are back. We are back at our unofficial home in Star Bar. Hello, here we are. In the home of... What's this the home of? What's Star Bar? The, it's the, the home, home of, of the stars. It's the home of one of our fans getting kicked out. One of them at World Series was telling me a story. Uh, one of our listeners... From said, Star Bar. ...said that about a decade ago, he was forcibly removed from here in Star Bar. Hadn't been back. He hadn't seen how lovely it is here now. Wow. And how chill it is. Good vibes here. Sensational vibes. And there'll be good vibes this weekend. Upcoming events we're about to list to you. That's right, Big Fudge. Places we will both be appearing at in the future. Thursday, July 12th. Tennille Dashwood sticks around for Wrestling Go, returning to the Marion Community Center. That should be a very fun she's, show. She's going to be sick of you, Big Fudge. I know. She's going to fucking hate me by the end of that tour. Ooh, there you go. <laughs> Hey, you never know. Maybe maybe it could go the complete other way. Yeah, maybe we'll get along. Who maybe knows? It could be all about fudge. Who knows? <laughs> you can find the tickets information for that event at WrestlingGo.com. And after that, of course, Nui Pro 70, the big ladder match on Saturday, July 14th. Put the bunny down, big fudge. NewcastleProWrestling.com.au for all tickets and information for that one. Charlestown Bowling Club. The following week, the House of Free Fighting returns with Hoosmas in July. Wait, the wrestlers return to the Hoos. The Hoos stays where it is. The Hoos stays the exactly Hoos, where it is. The Hoos doesn't have to return. Hopefully you guys will return. That's July 20th. And of course, the House of Free Fighting can find tickets and information for that event at newcastleforwrestling.com.au. Then after that big fudge, cage match. Will Ospreay also will be there. I'm just giving it the dramatic pause there effect was, that it needed. That was quite a pause. Talking, of course, about PWA Black Level presents Call to Arms. Though They're calling out over there to these arms. I don't know if we can hear it uh, on these mics. That table is making a bit of noise. They're, they're on the they phones. They sure are. They just got the number. They're calling out to their arms. They will be there Saturday, uh, August 11th at Max Watts, the new home of Black Label. Tickets and information for that at prowrestlingaustralia.com.au. Really big shoe, big fudge, that one. Indeed it will be. But not only that, Conco, we mentioned this in our previous episode. We did. We have a little side project we're launching, and we need your help to get this thing underway. Well, if you're a young listener, we need your help. We exactly. need the help. We want to hear if you have any young friends or family Young wrestling fans is who we want to hear from. We're specifically saying maybe the age between maybe... I, I think the website says like between like 4 and 12, which is a huge gap. But yes. But it's, it's a huge bridge. But, uh, you know, we're still, still a bit of trial and error. That may get tweaked. Uh, we'll see how that goes. We want to we, we interview them. We want to hear what they have to say, uh, especially if they're wrestling fans. So, and for spoilers' sake, I'm not going to go into too much of the content. But, of course, if you think you may know... A young person who'd be interested to be interviewed on camera by myself and Big Fudge. Go to conkoandthefudge.com slash kids and fill out the form there. But Big Fudge, let's get... We've got a show to get underway, Conko. A big show, this one. Big show of a big boy. We'll be right back. Here it is. (laughs) As the familiar tune kicks in, Conko... Ever so faintly over the loud bass being drowned out inside the star bar It's a little here. difficult to hear it here at the start. This is why we need a better studio set up with some we headphones. Do. It'd be really cool. But until that day, 
It's just going to be us here with our recording devices. It's very warm in here, I gotta say. Well, you're in a beanie and uh, a big all jacket. sorts of things. And I have two pairs of socks on. You, you do? Two pairs of pants or just... Just the one pair of pants. Well, big fudge. I'm glad you are rugged up for another episode of Conco. And the fudge. And... That worked out all right, actually. It for, did. Uh, for you couldn't even hear the song. I was just paying you, attention. You were, you were just going off of my... looking deeply into your eyes. You were going off of my cue. Well, I got the easy part because I don't go first. I'm the latter of our team. <laughs> yeah, so you I always have to wait for you to say Conco and... I have that really awkward run-up where I don't know if I'm getting too big a run-up or too small a run-up. But it doesn't change the fact that we are here, Big Fudge. We are in our unofficial home away from home of this show at the moment here in Star Bar. The stars are out tonight, Big Fudge. They sure are. What's happening here, All man? the stars are here. We got Arnie and uh, Chucky the dog. And, we got uh, Sly, uh, Dr. Yeah. Zayas. Yeah, Dr. Zayas from Planet of the Apes, of course. That's right. And for those of you joining us for the first time, thank you. There could be a few first-time listeners, Big Fudge. And to you, I say, welcome. Hello. We well, hope you like what you're listening to. Hopefully to you show. stick around. Maybe go back, maybe maybe subscribe, maybe go back and listen to a few of our favorites. Uh, but of course, we are here in Star Bar, which is a, a bar that had been built out of the remains of a planet Hollywood many moons ago. So that's why there is a, uh, a Terminator and a, and a Dr. Zayas behind a glass case in here. Is that t- Kylie Minogue's dress as well? From the spinning around film? It's definitely a shiny dress. A, I don't I know who it belongs to. I think it's a Kylie dress. That's what oh, we're looking at. There you go. From um, It's not like our listeners have any shot of fucking guessing whose dress it is. No, we'll have to put it... Well, that, we'll, if you want to guess, I mean, you can get in contact with us. Or you can just come to Starbar. You can come to Starbar. Or you can just be like, hey guys, just shut the hell up and take a photo of this <laughs> glass case. We could you? do that. We could. I'd, lo- I'd rather leave an aura of mystery for our listeners. That's right. But Big Fudge, we have a table here with things on it that we, we need do to cover off indeed. before. Here it is. If you first-time listeners joining us, welcome once again. We have this gimmick table. The infamous gimmick table. With hey, so many things. Conquer. Yes. It's actually got the Conquer and the Fudge official comic this week. Issue number one. Wow, look at that. And can we also put it out there that it is available... Oh my goodness, for Sydney readers at King's Comics? Wowee. Not only that, available for Melbourne listeners at All Star Comics too. What? The two most famous, infamous, most notable... Infamous means famous in a bad way. I think they're just famous. Infam... Well, well, I... I... Does it? Infamous? According to the Three Amigos, it means a lot of bad things. Yeah, I always associate infamous with like bad people and bad things. I've seen, I've heard people use infamous just meaning even more than famous, which is the other Three Amigos definition. Well, there you go. But anyway, hopefully, in infamy, when you hear people go down in infamy, isn't that a good thing? You know, is that a bad thing? If people are talking about you. That's all that matters, brother. That's it. And people are talking about this comic. A lot of positive reception so far. We'll be having... That's it. We'll have copies of it at upcoming events, hopefully, near you. And it should also be available through the Gorilla Press merch website. That's correct, at gorillapress.com.au. I've got some of my own T-shirts, the T-shirt with a lot of things on it. Brian Cage, big fan of that shirt, Big Fudge. 
I didn't have any. I probably had some in his size, actually. I don't if know. If you don't I got feel a lot of big like sizes. reading a book, but still <laughs> feel like reading something quite lengthy, you can pick up a Concrete Davidson T-shirt. Exactly. If you want to express something about Concrete Davidson in not just a few words, several in words in, in a descriptive way, yes. Pick up my new T-shirt uh, at a show. I'll, I'll send it to. I don't have a big cartel, but I'll send it out to you if you if you hit me up in the socials. Uh, Big Fudge, what have you got? I have my delicious, nutritious Big Fudge chocolate small bars. They'll accompany me at any show I'm at. But not just that. I have my life is like a box of Big Fudge t-shirt. I like that shirt. A lot of people seem to enjoy that shirt. I guess they hold Forrest Gump's Forrest Gump well and truly in their heart. We're not just here to plug our own stuff. Of course. We mentioned Gorilla Press merch, Big Fudge. These designs, they're so big, they're so bold, they're so bright, they're so out there. Which is how I feel wrestling should be represented. Very cold, very very visual, very vibrant, very... I feel like I'm being way more expressive with my body language than I am in my words. But uh, Big Fudge, of course, for all that stuff, check it out. Comic book included, Gorilla Press merch. No, it's just gorillapress.com.au and wrestlermerch.com you can purchase t-shirts of all your local favorite wrestlers including caveman ug tough stuff ricky south myself that dick on social jordan they're all on oh there dear. a wide variety of t-shirt designs wrestlermerch.com but if you are a professional wrestler or just someone interested in making a t-shirt design of yourself that you can print and make available for purchase Hit up Slice Fred Tees. They're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. They have great designs at very affordable prices. Some sensational work from Slice Red Tees. Absolutely. Big there Fred. I go saying that word again. And as we say goodbye to our gimmick table. Get the fuck out of here, you. As the, oh my, look at the size of this cocktail. Hey, you know the thing about that, um, it's called a fishbowl, oh. what you're looking at right now. <laughs> okay. And as large as it, as it is, and as much as it costs, it only has about two shots worth of alcohol in there. And I don't think any fish could actually live in there. No, they can't. Well, I mean... They would for a short amount of time. I wouldn't want to drink I'd say that the, a beverage that had a fish in it. The temperature would probably affect them the most. I agree. There's a lot of ice in it. There's a lot of ice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now I'm thinking of the science of putting like a tropical cichlid in to one of those fish bowls. There's no filtration. There's no heater. There's no. Uh, well, I mean, they don't have the appropriate salts. Yes. They don't have the buffer. They don't have the. No. Uh, they don't have any yeah. of the. I mean, obviously, it's possible there are fish living in both the North and South Pole. Uh, they get around. I'd say it'd feel very bad after a very short amount of time. But big fudge, we're wasting a lot of time. We've we probably are. got some. We've got some listeners that just want to hear us get to. Uh, yeah, you know what? It's a podcast. You can you can keep hitting that fifteen forward, fifteen forward, fifteen <laughs> forward. If you really want to get to the guests, but this is our show. We'll uh, we'll we'll get to it when we get to it. They're uh, pumping the JT. I don't know if you've noticed, big fudge. The, the uh, JT Robinson. The JT Robinson. The Justin Timberlake Robinson. Ah, uh, yes. Yes. Is what classic, I'm referring to classic here in, noodle head here in Star Bar, but uh, anyways, I had to stop myself from saying absolutely. Then it's like I had my hand on the syringe. It's like no, I don't want to use it anymore. I had to put it down. Well, I'm glad you didn't. Uh, yeah. use the syringe. No, the <laughs> syringe that had the word absolutely laced in it. Yes, it's a drug that uh, yeah. that absolute. Yeah, uh, yeah. maybe you've seen. The, the artwork for this or you've seen this 
episode of the podcast advertised, our guest is the big boy Jonah Rock himself. The new PWA heavyweight champion. Indeed he is. He's we recorded in- this episode shortly before that match. We did, we did. You were... Uh, y- y- yeah, <laughs> side note, you were quite like, as soon as you saw him, hey, we need to get a podcast. Yeah, and absolutely. And he, he didn't recognize you because you weren't wearing your face. Yeah. So that was, uh, that was amusing. I was on him like a fly on shit. Not saying Jonah Rock is shit. I'm just saying I was drawn to him straight away and I wanted to get him on this show. I knew he'd be a very interesting guest to have on. Absolutely. he's uh, He's been making the rounds, making towns. He has. Making the flights. Having fights, just uh, time to hit the road. I don't know. <laughs> that was going somewhere, but it was. It, uh, it, and it then crashed it went and nowhere. It, uh, exactly. Let's just get straight to our interview, Big Fudge, because okay. uh, yeah, you know, we can talk a little bit more at the end. But uh, hey, please enjoy. Sit back, relax. Uh, do whatever you want. But here's our interview. Here it is. You on the sly when we were, <laughs> yeah. when we were outside. Was it we were outside? I, as soon as I saw him, I was like, we doing the podcast? we doing the podcast? Yeah, he has notes. I was yeah. like, oh you man, you're keen. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I, uh, I first approached you about it on Twitter, I believe. Yes, that's right. Yeah. And then you're like, I was all over it. Yes, you're like, I will podcast with you. <laughs> and now we are podcasting. Are we actually recording? Live. We are. All right. We we're are. joined by. We're live, pal. The King of Monsters, Jonah Rock. Thank you for having me. How you doing, man? Yeah, I'm doing well. Just uh, tried to sleep on the plane on the way here for an hour and a half. But the sort of person I am, it's hard to oh, you're, sleep. Yeah, you're I'm quite large. large. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so planes are always awkward. It was funny. We were fun. just looking for rooms before where we could have, like, have a door and have some privacy. And he opens up like some storage closet. He's like, maybe in here. I'm like... Jonah John himself I won't think, fit. Yeah, in. I was like, I don't think next to the Jones fridge is probably a good, uh, yeah, <laughs> yes. a good place, it's a good spot. Yeah. Well, you're starting to build up this reputation for yourself, man, as one of the good reputation. I hope. I think it is, man. One of the best big guys go around on the indies right now. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm, I think, um, uh, especially now in independent wrestling, there's a bit of a resurgence with super heavyweights. Yeah, man. Definitely. If you, if you look at some of the guys that are starting to get more noticed, it's on that thicker side so yeah um when you know i always sort of stood out a little bit especially in the australian scene as being a bit bigger and stuff so it's hard to try and maintain something about you that's noticeable but also with people. like that comes an agility that you bring to it which exactly is like yeah this impressive kind of which yeah. you kind of need today instead of just being the big movable objects yeah. <laughs> yeah i wish i could just be the immovable <laughs> object yeah yes. i watch yokozuna and i, I love it I, yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, I, I wouldn't want to be that big. I'd, yeah, you know, but you, die you, you like a bit of like, oh, what a what a dream. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's a dream. Yeah, <laughs> just sell a little bit and then yeah. hit a leg drop. Sweet, and then, yeah. You don't have to do shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you can just eat all the time, mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen. Jonah Rock was giving me shit before about eating a burger, mm-hmm. and I, I'm like, come on, man. I was trying to be big like you. No. Let me be. What was the shit about? Well, yeah, I was, shouldn't be eating a burger before the show, I said. <laughs> What's your show I mean, day uh, intake? I had like? sushi before. Yeah, sushi's and late. Mr. Fudge was saying he doesn't like sushi. Well, no, he can't I eat like sushi. raw, raw fish. fish. Yeah. Which is generally sushi. It's all for sushi. It's just Most having sushi. chicken sushi. Uh, yeah, chicken teriyaki or yeah. chicken or katsu. katsu. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Tuna's okay when yeah, it's tuna. like cooked or... Yeah, this is good. A bit of rice, a bit of fish. Actually, prawn's good. Prawn tuna. 
So you eat prawn, prawn or tuna? All the fish tuna. <laughs> yeah, no, but like raw Ooh. salmon is fucked. Really? It, it feels like I'm eating a tongue. I like raw salmon. No, I don't oh, like I the sensation like of having it, it in my mouth. Well. Okay. Maybe it's something that will grow on you. Maybe. So you're a light yeah. eater up until the match. Yeah. And then I, I always after a match, I eat heaps. Yeah. So And I, I eat a fair bit during the week. <laughs> yeah. Obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but usually on show days, like I don't eat a whole lot. Yeah. It's just whatever and energy drinks. But I have been known to eat a fair bit before shows as well. So the energy But I never feel so good. Like to like wake up or like what's the uh yeah, yeah. more more so just, just to stay awake yeah is is it a memory thing for me sometimes it's like i gotta wake up just because so, i can I got, I got stuff to remember yeah in this uh yeah i guess so it's just yeah. to be alert and stuff yeah i drink like coffee and then i'll have an energy drink later as well there you go. i'm i'm really you have both yeah i'm really like uh my tolerance to caffeine is real bad because i used to work in a supplement store and i'd take like two or three scoops of <laughs> pre-workout before my that workouts and stuff. That was a while back stuff. too, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So like, I always... So like the old Jack 3D and stuff like yeah, that. Stuff, yeah, <laughs> which get you going. Like yeah. I remember literally passing out after a couple of workouts and then I was like, Jeez. I shouldn't be taking this many scoops. Yeah. Um, but I've also been known to mix like a energy drink with pre-workout. I call it the Jonah shake. Can we talk about the, uh, the lifts <laughs> lately? Because yeah. some of these... Some of the uh, some of the chi- like bench press, I'm just like, man, my shoulder's popping out just looking at this. Yeah, my shoulder hurts right now. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I got 200 kilos on a bench, so that's like the best I've done. And at the moment, I'm doing like a cycle of, uh, it's like called a strength cycle. So I build back up to my PR and then try to break it. Yeah. So I'm going to try and do 210 kilos. That's nuts. In, in the next four weeks, yeah. Man. So I've seen some of the I've seen some of the video documented like lifts like those. Yeah, it's like the but like how like the squats good like the deadlifts and like yep. they're all kind of my my bench is my best. So my yeah. bench is two hundred kilos. Deadlift is two thirty kilos. Mm. And my squat is two fifty kilos. But technically, my bench should be less and my squat and deadlift should be more. But I've always, I guess wrestling and stuff when I first sort of got into it. Upper body business. Yeah, exactly. That's what I got told and everyone's like, do arms and bench and like, I was like, okay. Yeah. So I was always doing bench and I was really bad at it. What would you say to guys these days though? Like, would you say the same advice? No. (laughs) No. I think probably it's the shoulder health. Like, shoulders. So many of us with shoulder problems. Yeah. I think the best thing you can do for wrestling like uh, weightlifting style would be a deadlift. Yeah. It's a full body movement. You can use your legs, your back, your upper back. It does everything. So, And you could probably use that in wrestling, that or a squat. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But bench bench is weird because, like, the person, whoever invented a bench press, mm. it makes no sense. Like, you can use a deadlift in everyday life to pick someone up. Yeah. You can use a squat, but you're never going to be on your back and push Get underneath yes. something and try <laughs> and mean, push it up. I, I yeah. kick out of pins really well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's about it. But yeah, there's never going to be a caved-in roof or something and no, you know, no. in that situation. But though. if there was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Boy, would as you be As long as ready. it's not more than 200 kilos. Yeah. <laughs> You've kind of had a series of matches over at PWG lately and they've been of the category of big men battles. You've been in there with Keith Lee, mm. uh, Jeff Cobb, Walter, who you're repping right now. And I, was, I kind of mentioned at the start of the podcast, how you're getting this reputation, not just in Australia, but worldwide right now mm-hmm. of being one of better big guys. What do you attribute that to? Like, what was maybe like a moment where you think it started to really click and people started to really take notice of who Jonah Rock is? Uh, I think 
obviously the PWG was a big thing. Yes. As soon as, as soon as I got onto Bowler, more people started noticing me around. Like even even when I did Pro Wrestling Noah a few years ago, people still it's a bit more obscure, and some people would know who I was, but it's not the same. Like as soon as PWG puts up a, like a highlight video, like twenty thousand people watch. Yeah. It. So yeah. like it's got like. It's crazy to reach they have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So as soon as I got that, I was able to then use that to be able to get bookings overseas and stuff. People saw PWG and went, okay, yeah, we'll book this guy. So I think it's that. And in the past couple of years, I have put on more weight doing like powerlifting and stuff like that. So... You're considerably into, bigger than when we met. Like yeah, we those yeah. matches. Cause I, I, when you, <laughs> yeah, send, me the, well, when you yeah. send me the pictures of even just the, 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 the Noah stuff, Yep. Uh, for that, for the thing, I was like, that's quite oh, slim. Like, <laughs> it's just kind of snuck up on me. Yeah. yeah. In, in 2015, <laughs> I was 22 kilos lighter. Wow. So the the hard thing has been like the bigger I've gotten, being able to still stay agile. Yeah. Um. So I coach wrestling back in Adelaide. Yeah, of course. So Wrestle always, Rampage. That's it. Yep. Wrestle Rampage. Good plug. Mm. Um. But I try to always get in the ring with the guys as well. So then I still know I can move around. The bigger I've gotten. Yeah. And as soon as I can't move around well, I'll I'll lose weight. <laughs> yeah. But until then. <laughs> until then. Yeah. Yokozuna. <laughs> I'm gunning for it. So how did the PWG thing come about, really? Uh, so I lived with and trained with a guy called Zack Sabre Jr., who you're a big fan of. Oh, yeah. I think I've heard of him before. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, he got a break with PWG while we were over in Noah. I think that's the first time he went was 2015. Um, and then he did lots of stuff with those guys, became champion and stuff yeah. like that. And every year when Bowler comes around, Super Dragon's looking for new talent, and he put my name forward, and then Super Dragon contacted me. There you go. There you go. That's, that's how, how it happened. Yeah. <laughs> that's and then they happened. loved you, though. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's the, that's the hard that's, thing. Yeah, you got to A lot deliver. of people, you'll see over the years, people do Bowler, and then they're not on the show again. So I've been yeah. lucky to, I think I've wrestled nine matches there now. Wow. So you really racking them up back yeah. there. That's a lot of back there yeah. soon. So, yeah, yeah. I didn't have a velocity membership or anything like that until just recently. <laughs> and I was like, I'm an I idiot. I feel like you've been <laughs> to Sydney in like within the last year at least, like what, like six times or more, or like something like that. Stupid. Maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. I really should do that. Yeah, <laughs> um, I'll be here next week as well. Yeah, like exactly. Week, so yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, I'm starting to travel around more, which is great. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that's how it all came to about. One My friend are, Zach. Yeah. What a guy. Yeah, what Networking a great guy. works out great sometimes in this business. I think some it's it's a weird thing like when I trained and lived with him, he was just you know, we we're both just two wrestlers from random places of the earth. Adelaide, South Australia. He was from Kent yeah, in and the he's UK. Had a, joined by yeah. a common passion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then years later he's like everyone considers him the best in the world or whatever. It's weird. Yeah. No, <laughs> I get it. Yeah. When Travis it's Banks weird. was here recently and I was like I remember Travis like before he even did the yeah. haters gimmick, yeah. and he was just he was just in our little hall in in Newcastle in New Lambton, and it was just like we'd never heard of him, and he was just kind Blowing of coming over. Now yeah. he's yeah, UK tournament in a couple of days. Yeah, like yeah, and like progress champion. Oh yeah, all the other titles he's held in just, the UK as well. Like yeah, yeah. And I remember when he started doing the, the buzzsaw stuff, and I was just like, oh. Can't he just be allowed to do that? But oh no, it's worked out pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It's worked out well. Yeah. So I was wrong, man. One of the things I wanted to ask you about when you were, you were going to be on the podcast was mm-hmm. your upbringing in wrestling, okay. which was with 
Holly Jackson. That's right, yeah. And um, was it Cole Devani? Boy, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, actually, uh, what? So Cole trained Hartley. Yeah. And some of the other Russ Rampage guys, Slater, uh, yeah. Havoc, if you, if you know of him. Um, and then when I got in, he was, it was Jag's dojo. So he had, he had started at the end of 2006. Yeah. He had just got back from being trained by Inoki. And so he wanted to start something in Australia with the same, the same beliefs and the same sort of training as what Inoki does, his hard stuff. So more based um, on the shoot style of wrestling, yeah, I guess. Yeah, like yeah. I learned shoot wrestling maybe before I did normal holds, right. like with Jag, so um, Harley Jackson, sorry. Um, but Cole was past training people by that point, right. but was still there. He would come in every week and, you know impart his knowledge and he he had a catch wrestling background as well so yeah, yeah he would come and be like oh, i know you're supposed to do it like this and yeah <laughs> just an old timer that i'd pick his brain for hours all the time so there you go well like how do you think your training from back then differentiates to like the training you do now for wrestle rampage obviously that's your route so you've that's taken right. a lot from yeah. it but i i'm guessing it's very different uh we, i still try to keep it Similar, yeah. Um, so we still do the stuff like the Enochism stuff that uh, Harley Jackson taught us, but then I've been able to get stuff from Progressing Noel, which is a different way of training as well. Yeah, even though they're both Japanese styles, it's still different the way they used to train. So I, I try to teach that with our younger guys, and then we also have my assistant coach or co coach at the moment, he's actually running more sessions than me sometimes, uh, AJ Istria. Yes. So he's wrestled for three different companies in Japan, including Noah now. Of course, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And he has a shoot style background as well. So he does different stuff with that. So we try to do a bit of everything. Like I've been able to learn stuff, obviously, from the American independence, the UK scene, Lucha stuff that we used to do with Slater. He got trained by a guy called Jesse Hernandez. Who did oh, Lucha yeah, we things. had a couple of... Look, I think Bonds might have been as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think so, yeah. 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 Um, and yeah, I've always tried like... Along with wrestling, wherever I go, overseas or anywhere, yeah. I always tried to train as well. So I was lucky when I was in NOAA, while I was doing the Japanese style of wrestling, I obviously lived with Zach, so we'd go up and just do chain wrestling for an hour or whatever. <laughs> and like I'd learned a bunch of the British stuff from him. Super Crazy was there at the time, and he took some sessions in Lucha. So like I always just try to... Everything. I try to en- encompass everything with wrestling with the way that I train people. That's awesome, man. Which is confusing. And as then well. the, <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah. yeah. But then you also covered off some of the, uh, I suppose, the charisma field with the sex rock teaming. Yes. That was when I first heard of you. Is when, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, that was my introduction with... to you as well. Okay, yeah. You were a lot smaller than back then, actually. Uh, I think. Yeah, I was, yeah. Um, <laughs> Sexton's great with that uh, character sort of work, yeah. and like I think that was something I always lacked. I could always wrestle and and do whatever, but I never was really comfortable being in front of a camera outside of just wrestling in a ring. And so Sexton brought that out of me. It was a lot of like comedy sort of stuff. Yeah, so. I, I remember watching it <laughs> yeah. early. I remember back then and just thinking, I don't see how they kind of go together these two. <laughs> yeah, but then it kind of did. Like this, if yeah. you just watched a bit of it, it was like, oh, Works, no, this could yeah. together fine. Like, yeah. Well, it was it was Harley Jackson that put us together for the first time. Yeah. And when we first got teamed together, we were friends, so we're like, oh, this is going to be awesome. But we're like, I don't know how we're going to work as a team. This doesn't yeah. make much sense. And then 
worked perfectly. I mean, yeah. I haven't teamed with him in a long time. I'd love to do it again, but it'd be a bit of a different scenario nowadays. It'd be interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Be, I'd like to do it though. Yeah, I was on his uh, trophy live recently, which yeah. is which is great. You I both were. Yeah. I got I got edited out heavily, <laughs> but I think it okay. was I put it down to I just don't think I was mic'd right, or it was just it was hard, like just cutting all your lines. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah, it's weird how he edits it sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I, I looked real boring. <laughs> I was like, I guess that was my role. I was yeah. supposed to be the straight guy in his thing, but I was like, man, I look boring. Yeah. <laughs> That's all right. That's why you come to podcasts. People can find out you're fun. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Try to be. It's funny that you're talking about how you're not much of a character guy, but obviously you've had a big hand in training Rat Daddy, who's yes had a momentous <laughs> yeah. first year in wrestling, and I saw it. Your most recent show killed it in the main event. Yeah, incredible. Yeah. So what I try to do with a lot of the younger guys coming up, because we at the moment we're sort of in that crossroads where a lot of new guys are coming up and a bunch of the guys that are a little bit older than me have left. And so like they're getting more opportunities. Yes. Um, so I try to, with the dojo, try to give like younger guys something they can like have, whether it's a character or something, so they're not just the new rookie that wrestles. Yeah, and Rat Daddy's incredible. But yeah, then, I'd imagine too that like his peers that have been wrestling as long as him probably see that and go, "Oh, it's more attainable than I thought." And mm-hmm. if I just work hard or blah blah blah, and it's I think kind that of encouraging uh, in general in Australian wrestling nowadays, like there's so many opportunities, and even to shows locally as well. There's more. Mm. There's more you're able to do. Whereas when I started in 2007, I just thought I was going to be wrestling locally. Yeah. for however long and then I would stop wrestling like I never thought yeah. there was possibilities of WWE tryouts or wrestling overseas I just thought oh, I'll try and do this and my goal was to try and wrestle in Japan so yeah it's, it's well you scratched that off I have yeah, yeah. <laughs> I scratched a few things off which yeah. is great yeah but still yeah. more to do but Rat Daddy um, his character came about because I was training him one day and I jokingly said he looked like James Franco and oh, he doesn't, like he doesn't in, really. in Spring Breakers? Yeah, but then, yeah, yeah, then with the hair and stuff, I'm like, what you should do is be like a riff rap gimmick and be like James Franco in Spring Breakers. And he did, and he's now that's what he is. And he just he's Rat Daddy. Put it in the field. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've probably. He did a shoey on our last show. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was like, incredible. <laughs> I, the thing I love about him is like, he can just do a promo and he doesn't even have to say anything. He can no. just be there and he just has a presence about him. Yeah. And, that's the big thing. I, like for me, I think now with like the King of Monster stuff, I, I when I come out, I have a bit of a presence. You do, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. That's one of the things that makes you stand out. It's true, yeah. yeah. But for years, I didn't. So he's lucky. Like literally on his debut, he walked out the curtains, and people just like popped and lost their minds. I'm like, he's already got a presence in he's his first match. Like, he's, yeah. 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 So now he just needs to get more, you know, better at wrestling and those things. Yeah, yeah. I think for his first year, he's really done he's, okay. Though. He's done great. Yeah. Sorry, man. I'm not trying to be autistic. I just got some <laughs> there. Fair enough. Yeah. Cool, man. So you went to England. Mm-hmm. Seemed like you had some fun there. But after you came I back, I noticed a bit of fan art of you yeah. and Chris Brooks. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so well, I haven't seen it. <laughs> I don't like know. A few there's, there's many. Ones. There's many. Yeah. Really. Yeah. It just started popping up. I'm like, there's some ones that are quite erotic. <laughs> yeah. They are. Yeah. Very like, yeah. sensual. And there. I uh, I became really good friends with Chris Brooks in like a small amount of time. Okay. Being over there, and we just made it 
public as much as possible that we were best friends now <laughs> in that small amount of time and the fans cottoned on over there and like I, I have one in my house like that I put up on my wall because I was like this is insane and like a fan over in UK has like painted us like a picture but like really good painting and I was like yeah. I don't deserve this like, <laughs> I was like I'll put it on my wall though at home what like, kind of like, what are we talking Did, like, like Mona let, me, like, let me try and find it. Oh, yeah, I need to see this. <laughs> It'll oh. be somewhere. Yeah. I thought like, like photorealistic, are we saying? Trying like, to, like, yeah. Yeah, like quite artistic. High and then I've had, effort artwork is how yeah. I describe it. Then there's it. a lot of like cartoons of us as yeah. well. Oh, this is good. Yeah. <laughs> this is terrible for the podcast, but great for me right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or if you go to my Instagram, Jonah yeah. underscore rock. There you, you go. go. <laughs> you got be the able plug to, in early. <laughs> you did. You'll be able to see them. Let's try and find this painting. I think I put it on my Instagram. And if then we if can I describe it in such vivid detail to the listeners. We can. Yes. If I didn't, that, I feel real bad. Imagine it. I don't think I did put it on there. I'll have to find it. That's All okay, right. man. Take a photo when but you get home. I, I really enjoy... I, I don't know why... What was it about in the Chris past, Brooks? You guys oh, just instantly became best, bestest friends forever. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're just like similar people. Okay. We're like similar stuff you in both wrestling. Like cats. Uh, he he has a cat, but he doesn't. He has a dog as well. Okay, but I don't know. Yeah, just clicked and yeah, hung out a lot. Wrestled on a lot of the same shows. Then we ended up teaming on a few shows, like randomly. So it was yeah, it was good. You got to wrestle oh, Davis right. while you were over there as well. I did, yeah, yeah. which was awesome. The last big time, boy battle. Yeah, the last time I wrestled him was like 2012, maybe in Queensland. So it was cool to be able to like six years later wrestle each other. Isn't that funny that like somewhere we, else in the world? Yeah, we now have this thing of like overseas company, like big companies overseas, and now like pitting our own guys against each other. Yeah, and it's like you can, you can have anything you want. Like we've been having that match here for years. Yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah. That's, that's, it's crazy. And, like I wrestled him in Wales, so not even in England yeah. technically. Oh, okay, like, yeah. so Europe. Yeah, and and yeah, it was fun. I just got to do it again. I wrestled Brooksy in. Italy, <laughs> yeah, so and I wrestled him. Right, yeah. Well. Yeah, I wrestled yeah. him in Italy, and Didn't I wrestled that, him in the states as well. Was that? Am I so. maybe getting it mixed up? But that venue looked like ridiculous. The Italy uh, one, no, no. I reckon no. maybe you're thinking of Germany. Maybe, yeah. The Italy one was quite a story, right? <laughs> well, but not not a good story. Ooh, so no. yeah, a story. Yeah, just a story. Maybe okay. I saw a picture of the German one then, because there was, was it like a was, massive entranceway and looked like. WWE looked like NXT, it sort looked, of. Yeah. Because that was Germany. Right. Yeah. It was was that WXW? Yeah, WXW. Okay. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which was, yeah, insane. I teamed with Chris Brooks on one of the shows. <laughs> oh, there you Germany. go. Yeah. It's a legit friendship. It's, le- you guys it's a legitimate friendship, yeah. Well, did you guys have like a weird tag name, like Brook Rock or Brooks Rock? Because you've no. got a good last name for that. You can do Rap Rock, you can do Sex Rock. Yeah. Uh, someone. Uh, you guys could have been Chris Rock. <laughs> Actually, that's really good. That's actually yeah. opportunity. Uh, that was. I didn't think of that this at all. This is where it started. Next time. So he's he's in a group called CCK. Yeah, I've heard uh, of them. So when we teamed, they I think they called it Calamari Catch Kraken. Instead of, yeah, because of the monster. Well, like, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but still, Chris Rock yeah. is... <laughs> I thought you were about to It's really it's, good. Yeah. Chris Rock is good. I, I didn't think of that at all. <laughs> we'll write that one down. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about you mentioned briefly where it was 2007. Over here, it was just as like it was pretty much the same. Yeah, and there was definitely that like that was I 
like that was around when I like my first match was in 2007 and it was the same kind of thing I never would have thought like now like we'd no, have yeah it's just it used to back then it was like this far off unicorn and now it's like oh it's not as unattainable as it used yeah. to feel but like you're obviously like wait <laughs> still I almost more amongst it than I, I almost am. dislike all the young guys now <laughs> no no I don't we, yeah, no, I, don't, <laughs> yeah. I, get it. I know what you mean but it's they like, have they have it uh, not there is no better easier but the, you it's have different. more opportunities That's there's no it. better yes. time to start yeah. and it's it's I, I can tell like if any of the sort of salty ones are like oh I'm only getting used once every three months and stuff mm. it's like stick it out yeah it's exactly it's yeah. so much better yeah, <laughs> yeah. um Carl Anderson, yeah, you guys are familiar with yeah, him? Yeah, obviously yes. WWE fame. Uh, so he he did a couple of, like guest coaching in Adelaide. He's good friends with Hartley Jackson, mm. and um, just recently I saw him when they were touring last here for WWE. And someone asked him as he was getting onto the elevator, "What's your biggest advice for wrestling?" And panically he goes, uh, "Just don't quit." Yeah, and then got in the thing, and it's true. Yeah, yeah. if right. you just stick it out, yeah. and just keep wrestling, surely everyone oh. gets some sort of break or yeah. gets to do something they wanted to do. Yeah, yeah. But I, I find a lot of people just quit too early. It's like okay, yeah, yeah. I feel like lots of people want the Australian scene to become what Europe has become recently. Yeah. Where they have so many shows every day of the week, but people are living off it. Yeah. 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 And it's like, you know, there's all this hype. Obviously the Australian scene's growing, but do you think it could become something like that? I know we've had conversations about that before, Dave, but I want to hear your take on it considering you were just uh, in Europe. Dave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Dave. Concrete Davidson. <laughs> yeah, Dave. Uh, I, th- I would hope so. That's my hope that yeah. eventually, like whether it doesn't happen for someone like me, but maybe in a few years and the younger generation get to live off of it, that'd be fantastic. Um, the UK scene though, even like a few years ago, was still pretty dead. They just had a big resurgence yeah. and I think it's just um, wrestling in general is becoming cool again. It is. And if you can just get the people to notice like if they can come out to shows and notice it, I think people go, "Oh, this is cool," and that's what'll build it up. Specifically, independent wrestling is yes, really yeah. cool. Like I was saying, fight, we did Supernova earlier today, and the, the, the number of Bullet Club shirts, and I was, they, oh, it's I was in, like, they're not actually wearing Bullet Club shirts because I think they know everyone in the Bullet Club. No, I just think they're wearing it because they're like, wrestling's my thing, but not WWE. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is that. Yeah. yeah, but if we can get you know more people like that, it's going to help out the shows. Yeah. Um, Because, yeah, definitely the UK scene wasn't what it was five years ago compared to now. But now they have a bunch of... It's also the promoters as well. They have a lot of good promoters Mm. that are are tuned in, that do everything right and, you know, look after the boys as well. So as long as our guys can start getting looked after, hopefully one day it'll be something you can make a living off in Australia. I'd like to think so. Wouldn't that be swell? It'd be great, yeah. Well, you kind of talk about like one day. It's like, for you. You're like, only two years yeah, in. Yeah, I know. I'm doing okay. <laughs> you talk about like one day, like you might not be here anymore. Like, what are your future goals? Where do you want to take uh, Jonah Rock in the future? I always try to, like, I never do long. Well, I have like goals yeah. that I set out to, to do, but I, I try to just, you know, live sort of every few months by few months sort of thing. And yeah. if I can do something cool like I always just try to keep myself relevant is the big thing and you know stay on the trend and sort of stay on the way up I don't ever want to dip down but 
my goals, I, honestly, I think most people's goal is WWE. So I'm hoping eventually I'll be in WWE. You mentioned the triad earlier. Like, the, was it your second? Was it your f- I've done two. You've done two, yeah. yeah. And because I remember, like, the, the photo of you on the website. And, like, yeah, and I was, it was like, it was real how cool. did they look past this? Like, <laughs> I don't know. But, like, but, yeah, I mean, it would have been I cool to some. see yourself on the website, I guess, at least. Yeah, it was yeah. awesome. Yeah, I remember. I woke up and one of my friends who's like mad into wrestling is like, oh, go on the WWE website. Yeah. I was like, okay. And then like my face pops up. And the funniest thing about it was like, I was like, oh, awesome. I'm like the front thing of WWE.com. And then I start looking at all the comments <laughs> and like, so, like people just tear into you. Like, oh, no, yeah, and it's, but they were hilarious. I had to yeah. screenshot like a few of them. Um, lots of authors of pain oh, <laughs> right. like yeah, yeah, yeah. comments. Um, someone, my favorite one was someone said, it looks, are you guys familiar with The Weeknd, like the R&B singer? Yeah. 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 It's like, <laughs> he looks like he ate The Weeknd and assimilated him. And I was like, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's yeah, pretty yeah. good. That's, that's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The internet's the last place I'd look yeah. to people for reassurance. But I, I love reading <laughs> through comments. I do it now. Like it's one of my guilty pleasures. I'll go on to like someone that's in the WWE. Yeah. And I'll go through their comments and I'm like, oh man, this Rousey is Rousey stuff? Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, yeah, yeah, that's my usually guilty like, pleasure. Yeah. Usually like the, the people I know, so the, the girls oh, that yeah, are there, yeah. Peyton Royce and yeah, Billy, Billy Kay, I love reading through their comments. Oh, they're just like, the Bellas oh, again. Right? <laughs> yeah. They're like, they're <laughs> Bellas, they're Bellas, just like some of the yeah. weird exactly things people like say like cool well. and they're, they're a rip-off of everybody. Marriage proposals in the comments oh, and stuff. And I'm like, wow, this is great. One day it's going to pay off one of those guys. Damn Bless their hearts for trying. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they try. <laughs> I can cut around it. Some people have talked about their tryouts and what was said and blah, blah, blah. If you don't want to talk about it, like what was sort of some of the feedback you got, I guess, uh, that uh, sort of what, what came about it because it's sort of – I know a lot of us looking in, it's like, how do they not take – I guess the sure. biggest thing is like uh, um, the main thing that they're looking for is that you are out there still trying to do stuff. Yeah. So things like having a following is a big thing and that's what I've tried to do. So um, I'm hoping... <laughs> that's why you're doing this show. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> I, stay on, I stay on the uh, the radar for those guys and doing things like PWG and then yeah. wrestling in the UK and doing bigger companies and stuff, like they see that. Like people don't think that WWE are looking at them, but from what I've been told, they're looking at everything. Yeah. So like a show like tonight... They might watch the show from tonight yeah. on demand or something like. They have people watching everything from everywhere. They're the they're the FBI, and rightfully so. They're the biggest <laughs> yeah. company wow. in the world. Yeah. They've That's got a good their way to put on the polls. Yeah. yeah, it's true though. So like, yeah, anything like um, I remember wrestling in Queensland a few years ago, and it was a real low crowd. It wasn't you know a yeah. big crowd, and the guy I was wrestling was like, maybe we'll just you know. Maybe phone it in a little bit. And I was like, nah, this promoter, I knew the promoter had uploaded matches to YouTube. I'm like, we'll just go out there, smash it. Doesn't matter if there's 20 people in the crowd because he's going to put it on YouTube. And then he did put it on YouTube and there's like 4,000 views. So I'm like, I'm glad I had wrestled good, the yeah, match yeah. that I wanted to wrestle. Yeah, yeah. that's so. one of my biggest regrets. Not that I've always like <laughs> phoned it in, but I've definitely not thought about Oh, what if this goes online? Yeah, someday? that's yeah, because like, yeah. so, so much of my stuff hasn't. 
Yeah, so yeah. you just it's true. Think, yeah, you just think it's not especially going to. Australian wrestling. Like yeah, like for ages. Like uh, they ninety nine percent. Yeah, ninety nine percent of my whole career is completely yeah. undocumented. And yeah, <laughs> now in the generation of social media, it's like whenever you step out into the public's eye, like anyone can be watching. It's true. Be aware of. Yeah, I think it's it's great for wrestling as well because yeah, a few years ago we didn't have video on demand stuff. Yeah, and now like. I know PWA has the video on demand. Yeah. Russell Rampage does. MCW's one's doing really well. But people like... Well, fuck, I, you're about to be on Fight TV next week with the World Series, yeah? Yes, that's yeah. right. Yeah, exactly. And people literally from all around the world can yeah. access these things and watch them. Like Vimeo is worldwide, so people can watch Vimeo or Pivot Share. It's, yeah, it's real easy. So I think that's a big thing for the UK scene that helped them out is yeah. they got onto that real quick. Like as soon as they realized, oh, we can put this content out and people and will watch it. you know... That's working here in Australia as well. Like, yeah. I think MCW is very well recognized overseas because of that. It's true. Yeah. yeah. They, they, they've always been on the trend video-wise. Yes. Like, I remember yeah. wrestling for MCW and even in, like, 2011 or 12, whenever it was, like, they were putting up videos and packages and stuff like that that just other companies weren't. Everyone, like, it's good to focus on just the live show. Mm. But then you got to think about what's going to be released afterwards as well. Yeah, of course. So yeah, they've always been on the trend with that stuff. Hey, if you got Naito. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he seems like a cool dude. So yeah. uh, I'm looking forward to, to the match with Naito. Yeah. I really wanted to wrestle Ricardo the last year when he came out. And things just didn't work out that way. Yeah. I was hoping I got that match and I didn't. But Slex got it. Slex another team DK member I was happy one of your and boys that, yeah exactly one of the boys got it and I was happy and it was a great match so now I get to wrestle Naito so yeah I don't know I don't know how to feel we'll mm. see we'll see what happens it's going to be interesting it's an interesting mix of styles me and it Naito. is yeah yeah mm. so it's going to be yeah it's going to be strange I think two very different characters yeah so yeah so we'll see how it how it goes but I am going to beat the shit out of him <laughs> Maybe we should uh, Call it there Hey that's a, good, I, that's a good note To end it on Yeah Would yeah. you like to Plug your social medias uh, I said the Instagram before Jonah yes. underscore rock Twitter is the same Jonah underscore rock I think on Facebook It's Jonah Rock Pro Res And I have Jonah rock dot Big cartel For all your merchandise Needs And hopefully soon I'll have a Pro Wrestling Tea store If they don't Keep annoying me And Annoying. Well, not annoying. I have like I need like two hundred more followers, and uh, uh, I get yeah, it. Kept bumping. <laughs> yeah, and it keeps going up. Fuck and I'm like, yeah. so I'm real close. So I'm getting processing to you. Get there. Yeah, I just don't want to pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> Neither do I. Maybe we should just talk to our old buddy from Perth. <laughs> yeah. And see if we, yeah. 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 Thanks for being on the show, General. No worries. Thank you, guys. <laughs> and we're back. Here Thanks we are. again to Jonah Rock for joining the show. Yeah. Absolute teddy bear of a human being, I might say. He as is. As intimidating as he appears to be. Yes. Very cool guy to chat to. That's correct. Big Fudge, we mentioned in that episode, we were talking to him about his feats of strength in the gym. Yes. We are talking a little bit about the gym. Yeah. I wanted to run something by you, just a little question before we get out of here about gym etiquette, specifically change room etiquette. Oh. Now, oh. in our line of work with wrestling... Would you agree that we have to be very comfortable with the male form? There's a lot yes. of there's a lot of touching in places that you wouldn't necessarily do on a daily mm. basis. 
Yeah. So that's you have so to be very comfortable with your own body and the body and, of and other other gentlemen body. as well. Exactly. And ladies, I guess. So it's not something that I'm necessarily uncomfortable with. But on the subject of change room nudity, yeah. What would you reckon is the longest you can go exposed before it becomes weird? I swear to God, every time I go into the crunch changing room, mm. there's always just a naked old man sitting down there. And he looks like he has no ambition to put clothes on anytime soon. I reckon any more than eight seconds. Eight seconds. I reckon any more than eight seconds of exposure is weird. That's a short window of time. But if you think about it, you should be prepared to, like, and it's it's not for my sake. I'm fine with it, like I said. Yeah. It's just that it may make other people uncomfortable, so it's more of a... yeah. That, that that I think that any more than eight seconds is weird. I was in a change room recently when I I entered the change room, and immediately I could tell it, there was too much on display. Yeah, and it's I, always I the said, old guys. This one wasn't that old. Oh. This was maybe my age. Uh, packed, <laughs> sat down his bag. Uh, no, sorry, sat down my bag. Got changed. I kid you not. I was already in my singlet that I was about to go out into the gym with. Yeah. Before that exposure had ceased. Wowee. That's quite a few seconds, really. That's a good 30 That's, seconds back. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I mean, know. I think that you can get away. I think any more than eight seconds, Yeah, it's weird. And then I've seen so many old dudes with their balls hanging past their kneecaps. And I'm just like, <laughs> I don't need to see it anymore. I just think you can, you should... There's a certain amount of preparation you yeah, should be going to. I agree. I think that any kind of uh, drying can be kept in the shower. Yeah. I don't think that drying anywhere outside of... There's enough in those little shower cubicles. You can still use the, the towel, really, if exactly. you want to. You don't need you any more... You wear the towel and change underneath that. And you people don't are, need any more space yeah. in those little cubie things. To There's definitely ways to yeah. prepare for it. Eight seconds, that's what I reckon. It's... It's, that's okay. Yeah. I've never really thought that much into it, but uh, I'm not the type of guy who gets naked and just hangs out in a locker room, I guess. I don't even get naked, to be yeah. honest. I take the undies that I'm there in, and then when I get home, I'll get changed again if I feel like yeah. it. But that's it. Like, I don't know. So all of you guys are just loiter, hanging around naked. That's it. Put some fucking pants on. <laughs> and on that note... Yeah, big let's, fudge. Let's get out of here. I gotta have some Korean barbecue. You do. Yeah. Uh... Let's raise our glasses. Do we, oh, we do the social media. Let's do that. Yeah. Let's, yeah. Okay, thanks for keeping me on track with our own format. Uh, I have been on social media and still am. Instagram is <laughs> at Dave Concrete. Facebook and Twitter is at Strong Concrete. Of it's course, an ongoing process. We didn't mention this last episode at on Facebook. Just Conco and the Fudge. Yep, we're we, there. We've got that. Yeah. I've recently changed my social media handles. You can now find me on Twitter and Instagram at ButtPuncher underscore. It's one word. And you can find me on Facebook at TheButtPuncher. That's one word as well. He's balling up those fists. That's exactly Punching what those butts on all the platforms. I'm Big manufacturing punch. fear in my future opponents. They know what I'm all about now. <laughs> that's it. But uh, with that said, that's those are our socials. I believe we are done here. Thank yeah. you for joining us. Subscribe, do whatever you want, rate, review, yeah, it doesn't matter. That'd be nice. That would be nice. But that this show has have to. continued regardless of whether you do rate or review this exactly. show. Exactly. So word of mouth works a charm usually, I find. 
Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, mate, put the syringe down, Bunko. <laughs> All right. I will put the syringe down. I will pick the drink up. Big fudge. He's feeling good. All the time. 